りつける重たい定めの石にまるで押しつぶされて Alright, welcome everyone to Joe Star All Stars, a podcast by four biohazard nerds for all of you biohazard nerds out there. As always, I'm Joey. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. And today we're here to talk to you about not the American version Resident Evil, but JoJo's Bizarre Adventure,、mm-hmm. Golden Wind, episode 12.、Um, shit, I don't. Can I do、the、this every time? The second mission from the boss. I couldn't get it because both of you were talking at the same time. So we're just going to move past that and I'll fix it in editing. Yeah, you will not <laughs> fix shit. <laughs> we、uh, do a little JoJo's Bizarre Adventure watch along podcast here where we watch each and every episode. I see, I watch it on Blu ray, which doesn't have the titles anywhere, which is. And we make jokes about it. You know, we're, we're a real to put together operation here. <laughs> yeah, Joey prepares so much, like in the moments right prior to us hitting that go button. <laughs> With you guys distracting me for 15 minutes before Joey, we start. Your pocket check at the beginning of the podcast needs to be Do I have the adjectives I'm coming in on? And do I have the, the episode title? I do the adjectives. I often catch us, right? I'm like, all right, I forgot to do that part. Yeah, but then also the your, other, your other pocket check needs to be the t- episode title. Because I, just, I have the episode open in front of me, and every time I'm surprised, it's nowhere in here. Nowhere to be found. <laughs> I disagree. It's funnier this way. It's more endearing for you to not know the title and for us to just lie to you every time.、Uh, second mission from the boss. Here we go, people. Is that right?、Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Is, I, this, I is, is this really the second mission? Isn't this、yeah. just more of the first mission? Still part of the first mission. <laughs> Victor, if that is the, the biggest problem you have with this episode, I think we can all leave very happy. Because, <laughs> okay, spoiler alert. I've been, like, pretty high on Golden Wind this watch, so I'm like, man, why did I have such a bad impression?、Uh, this is、show? where it goes、and、downhill. Th- th- then I got to this episode, and I'm like, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> this is where it happens. This episode, and、Ugh. sorry to, again, spoiler alert, Victor, next episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Next episode is probably one of my least favorite. That's、uh, but we're not like, there I, yet. I don't know what you guys are talking about. This episode did not seem like a significant step down. This one's fine.、Um, this how this fight ends、fine. up resolving is、um, bad. Special.、Uh, bad. Victor, you know nor- how Rocky normally is incomprehensible and how stuff works? Like,、yeah. this is. I think the low water. Beyond、bucket. the pale. Like, <laughs> you, you remember how we were dunking on there is no such thing as a mirror world way back in like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely thought about that while I was watching this. I'm like, okay, that's what they were talking about. <laughs> yep. There's no such thing as a world in the mirror, says Polarev confidently. Or was it. Kind of like, <laughs> we're just like, yeah, sure. Stans can't do that, Polarev. I would. Tri- was, was that Kakuin? It was one of them. It was、oh. whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm attributing it to Polarev. We, we, we should get into it because、uh, it'll, it'll definitely come up. And so、uh, we start off with some Vesuvius facts. Yeah, we're getting like the reading rainbow with the worst fucking narrator ever. Hey, Fugo, Fugo. Wants, <laughs> Fugo, Fugo can't help himself. He has to teach a lesson. No, like, I'm、I、the actually... smartest one. I have an IQ of 152. I will be telling you about Pompeii. <laughs> Look, as someone with. 
As someone who is identified gifted as a student and has ADHD, look, I really sympathize with just spouting facts about whatever you're thinking about currently. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to get get this out here. I didn't, you know, don't like Fugo, didn't like him last time, but now I'm mostly like, oh, Fugo very clearly has an undiagnosed mental illness. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, how did you yeah, not like... catch that immediately? Because I'm like, wow, Fugo's an asshole. I'm like, oh, no, Fugo needs help. Yes. <laughs> he really needs help. Fugo has a problem. <laughs> Fugo has, like, a very serious problem, which is it's okay to have it and reach for help. If you feel that way, go out there and get it. You know, there's no shame in it. Just his extreme mood swings, his inability to, like, oh, uh, yeah. Fugo's a very troubled dad who needs help. He needs a therapist, ups- possible medication. I think probably medication and psychiatrist would be the right route. Which now, like, I'm looking at him like, man, Bukarati gets <laughs> Narancha eye help immediately, but just <laughs> leaves Fugo out in the fucking cold. It's just like, they, they don't uh, believe in mental health issues in, in Italy. <laughs> it's like 1997. Like, oh, you're right. Yeah, like, we're going to bring don't, out don't the best in you, including that violent side. It's just <laughs> like, like, oh, Gujarati, oh, no, no, turn this man into a functioning member of society. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 uh, all yeah. right. And he does another, like, Jonah doesn't tell him when to turn, and apparently that's enough to, like, set him okay. off. Look, when, so you, when you ride passenger a- in the front seat, that is your fucking job. I, I, I'm he has like, the map. Okay. This is before GPS. This is like literally Fugo you is relying on him. On this shit. Like I've been the driver and I fucking hate the person who doesn't like, no, I, I don't need to know as we're making, like you can't say, I need you to make a right turn now at 16 miles per hour. You need to be like, all right, get to the left lane. We're going to be taking the left up ahead. You know, like the GPS programs do nowadays. I 100% sympathize with Fugo here. No, I'm with Fugo on this one, actually. But and then uh, Bakio does the responsible thing and is just like, yo, Fugo. Yeah, chill like, the fuck out. Well, because Giorno <laughs> then is like, no, you're right. I should do better, which is an appropriate response and it should in there. But then Fugo is actually just looking for a fight at that point. Where he's <laughs> yeah, like, no. Giorno solved the problem, admitted fault. That should be the end of it. He's like, no. I, like, y- you know those days where you just want to have a fight. Yeah, <laughs> Fugo's like that all the time. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is why I choose really dumb shit to fight over, so that everybody else knows that I'm just looking to be an asshole. Mm. <laughs> what do you mean you don't like Neapolitan ice cream, Joey? You yeah. piece of shit! I'll come to your house. I'm telling you, one ice cream at a time, Tim. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. I wouldn't it's eat like, layers of flavor, Joey. I don't eat steak with my chicken. They're literally in Naples, Neapolitan man. Joey, haven't you heard of turf and turf? Come on now. <laughs> yeah, I would eat beef with beef. But I wouldn't eat chicken with beef. You would eat. You would eat. You would beef eat chicken with, with beef. Fucking seafood. No, yeah, I you ever had like fajitas before, get Joey? Get out of here. Uh, yeah, and I get one type of meat in them, oh not two. You need the get fucking variety, Joey. You've never had you a gangbang? Like, come on. No, I've never had a gangbang, and I never want to. <laughs> I don't know gang what it bang. is, but I, based on the name alone. It is literally, you buy no, a McDonald's. No, 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 no. split it between no, no, no. the patties. Let it live on. You Let it live on. Let it live McChicken. on in my memory as just a name, Victor. <laughs> <laughs> the theater of the mind will provide me with a much better image than whatever you just described, and I didn't listen to. Yeah, it's two guys sticking their dick in. 
<laughs> McChicken. <laughs> Thank you, Grant. <laughs> I guarantee you the theater of the mind would have given you a better image than that also. <laughs> if you stick around long enough, you'll get the McBukake. It's only available in Japan. <laughs> Is the Hamburglar a hamburger sex criminal? <laughs> I mean, he always was, but we don't like to talk about it. <laughs> he was once known as the ham diddler. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to think about God. what he's burgling. It's hamburgers. It's in he the bur- name, Grant. He burgles those burgers, Grant. <laughs> oh, no. Somebody call the police. I think he... Are there police in McDonald Land? Like, he's clearly been to jail. He's still wearing his prison outfit. The police are not worth anything. They're powerless <laughs> to stop him. Also, don't call the fucking cops. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody will die. Don't do it. What were we talking about? Uh, uh, Joe Bizarre Adventure? How fucking smart Fugo is. Oh, right, yeah. Smart boy. Uh. Man, you know, it's, yeah, he is Butcherati kind of was asking for trouble putting these three on this mission. I don't yeah. understand this. <laughs> Trust why, why exercises. Abakio's being the adult here, which is Upsetting. out of character already. <laughs> I mean, he's... <laughs> I mean, it's like when Butcherati is not around, who's going to be the adult? It's always going to be Abakio. Maybe, maybe on a good day, Mista. Like, <laughs> I mean, Giorno. Giorno is the adult. <laughs> normally <laughs> okay the, the, one of the things i have a bone to pick with this episode is about is that nobody like we we've had very consistently some fun ways where the bucci gang are being smarter about you know okay we're on alert when something goes wrong like this episode they just had oh. brain and garbage can oh nobody, yeah Jordo just wait, like lobotomizes himself at some point it's just like he's like there's something about that mirror he was like fascinated yeah. with this mirror right before he disappeared it's a, he literally shouts the enemy has revealed his stand like <laughs> this uh, is some, real, having real stardust crusaders flashbacks right, but, okay why on earth would a stand user be here why is there a mirror here? Also does, a good question. Does, is this how the boss operates? Does he send people to like really culturally significant places for like Just, everything? This this couldn't be done at like Italy's McDonald's. Yeah, just go to the McDonald's at Naples, pick it up under like in the toilet tank. Like the Do boss anything. is really maybe the boss isn't being as clever as we think he is, and like the the, the dog mural is just his normal drop spot. <laughs> for being like the order like all the cappers crim- know about it he's the leader of a criminal syndicate you think you could be a little better at something as easy as dead drops like, <laughs> all right for the first i've left the cocaine in the middle of times square it's taped to the bottom of the departure board <laughs> go get it <laughs> like it's left on this particular police car. Yeah, sorry. I left it at the top of the Eiffel Tower. It's in, it's in the Louvre. Check behind the Mona Lisa. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on, boss. I fucking cannot believe this. Who put this here too? Like, I'm, the scavenger hunt section is something else. 
Yeah. So, yeah, so, they, so they're walking <laughs> through these ruins of, uh, I don't know, the Pompeii, Pompeii, Mount Pompeii, weren't you paying attention to Fugue? Yeah, and no. uh, for some reason, there is a mirror hanging on a wall somewhere. Uh, yeah. to, who put it there? Why is it still here? That's how my Nobody stand knows. works, Grant. Uh, and Fugo sees somebody behind a pillar, and he's like, <gasps> A pillar man? Don't, don't look just now, <laughs> but like... Looks a little bit like Santana. It, it's I Vanilla guess. Ice 2 here. Yeah, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> vanilla Centerfold. <laughs> so he looks, he sees a guy in the mirror and he's like, enemy stand user. And we get like approximately two minutes of Abakio and Jordo not taking this seriously at all for no reason. <laughs> Where's the stand user, <laughs> dummy? Anything, Fugo? <laughs> like, There's only the one pillar, you dumb fuck. They're both... Nobody... <laughs> facing the same mirror they should be able to see him no he only reveals himself to fugo i I like to think that this is revenge for for him fucking with him in the car (laughs) (laughs) let's just pretend not to see the stand unit it's inevitably gonna be there i defy anyone to describe to me how man of the mirror works by the end of these two episodes Uh, you see fugo is the first person to look in the mirror therefore uh he's in a like cursed horror movie i guess i mean but he's not he's looking in the mirror and he's still outside the mirror right now yeah but that, that's until uh man in the mirror gets to him when from within the mirror like man in yeah, the mirror man, the stand... brought him into the mirror world but yeah. it didn't bring his stand in there because oh because uh, he wasn't mark? asleep with the standout because... yeah exactly. yeah you got right. him once. see we've already had precedents that nobody pulls their stand out <laughs> like the guy coming, the weird beer hanging. Like, come on, y'all. I know y'all are smarter than this. Narancha yeah. reacted more appropriately yeah. than this. Well, I mean, Fugo. Well, Narancha would have shot it. Fugo understandably does not bring his stand out because he's standing too close to yes. what's his nuts and what's his nuts. Fugo okay. stand that violates the Geneva Convention. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. The so, walking war crime. Uh, there's a lot of, like, just a lot of chit chat back and forth of our boys not getting it, and the the stand user explaining to Fugo what's going on, and uh, eventually Fugo brings out his stand in order to well, defend himself. He he drags Fugo into the mirror universe, and we get like a full yes. mi- two minutes of him being like, "What happened to Abacchio and Jorno?" <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> like, but why does everything look kind of different? I, like IQ of one hundred fifty three, like. Polnareff probably would have gotten it by now. Well, maybe not, but like I would have felt better about it. <laughs> oh yeah, I, and I'm, I'm I, I, Naracha would have would have beaten this stand simply because he has knives on him. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, this is one of my favorite things. Is like I was watching this and I was like, oh, that's why everybody's a twink this season. Could you imagine if he pulled Jotaro in here without Starfire? <laughs> <Yeah. Lander? laughs> he would have beat the shit out of his Elton yeah. John looking stand. <laughs> like, we would have had just... another Alessi moment. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, like, could you imagine bringing Polareff in here? <laughs> like that dude's Jack too. <laughs> <laughs> So what, my favorite thing about uh, Fugo pushing these boys away is like, all right, he's like, oh, stay away from the mirror. Like, and Giorno immediately goes up to the mirror and sticks his head behind Ooh, it. Yeah. Well, what's behind here? What's the mirror for? Mirror uh, stand, that sounds fucking stupid. 
I like how, um, God, I don't even know his name. What, what's the stand user's Fuck. name? I don't know what his name is either. It's Purple Haze. Oh, no, no. it's a stand user. Podcast yeah. Googling. Not Fugo, podcast, the, the podcast, other guy. Podcast. The other guy. He Man doesn't say there. his name in this episode, so. Eluso? What? Yeah, Eluso here. Eluso? He's, he's got a little dossier on them. He's like, all right. <laughs> it's a, it's no, this Fugo. motherfucker's name is Eluso. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, That's maybe fake. we should that, camp out on that. No. <laughs> Alias Eluso of the Mirror. Whoa. <laughs> he sounds like a clown magician. <laughs> like, that's the name of a clown magician. That yeah, is the Eluso the Great. Hong <laughs> Kong. <laughs> so, so this guy's a member of La Squadra, right? Like, yeah. why don't I remember seeing this vanilla ice looking motherfucker? <laughs> he was there. Was he? He just wasn't. He wasn't at the table with Pesci. He was in the other scene. <laughs> yeah. How does he assassinate people? He does brings he them just... into the mirror and then beats them to death. He just puts a mirror somewhere where he thinks they're going to look, and then he brings them into the mirror universe, and nobody knows what the fuck is going on. Uh, maybe he controls all mirrors. I. They were making fun of Little Feet, which is objectively way easier to assassinate people with. Yeah, meanwhile, this guy's got to use mirrors like vents in Among Us, you know, like pop out at the right moment. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. I guess man. I'd this rather is... have my hitman have this power than not have it. I guess. I guess. But I feel like <laughs> you really have to engineer ways to use this. So the... You should just have a gun. Why don't these people have... Why don't these... Mobsters have guns. Oh yeah! If, if he had brought professionals, if he had brought Fugo into the mirror and then shot him, <laughs> and then shot him, and left him in the mirror, because who's gonna find the body in a mirror? You even know that you could. You brought him in standless, so he can't even stop the bullet. Like it, you have nothing to worry about. He comes it's in the, the perfect mirror, crime. He stumbles around for a second as you shoot him in the back of the head, and it's over. It's immediately over. <laughs> My guns are really the best counter to stand users. <laughs> Especially Mista. <laughs> Should have said Mista here. <laughs> you know what? You know what still? Funny. You know what still fucking works in a mirror? My <laughs> gun. My he may not have sex whistles here, but at least he can shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a very funny quick fight. Hi, your stand doesn't work in here, Mista. Your gun is bam, bam, bam. bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just imagining though that Beast is actually a terrible shot without sex pistols. Like, but then I remember he brained that guy from a moving truck without looking. Like, just no scoped that motherfucker on top of the truck. So yeah. he's actually really, really good. He's really good at it. No, he's only lucky. <laughs> hey, if he's consistently lucky, like in his backstory, isn't that almost the same thing? Oh, really Pretty much. <laughs> All right. Ten percent so, skill, twenty percent skill. <laughs> <laughs> Only luck. Hundred percent luck. Hundred percent luck. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Grant. Yeah. Fugo does the great. He's like, "All right, I'm gonna pull out my stand," and nothing happens. And then we cut over to Giorno and Abacchio. And again, Giorno just being like. Apakio is clearly terrified of the stand. Very terrified. Jordan needs like, to read the room, okay? Yeah. Because Apakio is like, hey, slowly step away back. You know what? Fuck it. Just run here. Just Come over run. here. Get away from that stand. And Jordan's like, what? what? Like, stay away just... from what stand? That stand? 
You mean that man right there? I like how ready he was to fucking destroy him. uh, You mean, uh, I'll I'll fuck the stand up. And Bakio's like, no, get the fuck back away from it. That's for those stands and you don't want to be near it. Oh, man. I'm so excited for the most endearing part of Fugo. (laughs) His fucking, like, OCD's fucking stand. (laughs) Oh, I love him so much. Purple Haze. This is That's a, a band reference, of... isn't it? A musical reference? Yeah, no, I do that, Grant. <laughs> I do that. We're not doing that yet. Fuck get, off. Get out. Uh, <laughs> Why not? Talk about oh, because we got to talk about it first, right? Are you sure? No, you're actually right. Nothing happens to the rest of you. <laughs> no, I, I, need to, I need to talk about that. Like, the, the Welcome fucking... back. We'll be back. Uh, Abakio is just like, look, I don't care about you, Jorno, but I can't just watch anybody get fucked up by this stand that's a a lie he cares about him so much it is impossible that like this is a life or death stand battle Jorno should be like yes sir like jump out of the way abakio's not even being a dick here he's just being like seriously you will die fucking move what are you doing all right but like it's abakio so abakio's done this at least three times yeah i mean like if this guy introduces himself to you by pissing in your teacup like do you trust him ever again (laughs) i I trust him when there's a fucking stand fight i do not what? He has ruined it for everybody. Jordo <laughs> right, already showed he trusts him with his life literally the last stand fight. <laughs> He's like, you've got this, Abakio, and just fucking like gets himself deflated. Like, Jordo has already shown unconditional trust in Abakio. <laughs> yeah, but that but then that doesn't work for the narrative, Joey. <laughs> I, I, because this stand fight is a mess and it's uh, like I love Rocky and I love Jojo this is the worst constructed stand fight I think in the show <laughs> yeah probably it's weird because just even up to the point where we are right now there are like five or six simple edits you could make <laughs> yes to, like, to like, maintain the actual structure of the, the fight and not have it be written like shit. These are unforced <laughs> errors from Iraqi. And not even the normal fun kind. <laughs> it is bewildering and I don't like it. But you're right, Grant. Purple Haze, that's a musical reference, right, Victor? Uh, Yeah, it messed up my mind. Yeah, let's hear it. Welcome to another JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference, this time about just one song, Purple Haze by the Jimi Hendrix Experience. Released as the band's second single in 1967, it really introduced the world to the inventiveness and skill of history's greatest guitar virtuoso. After years of playing in the backing bands of top-tier acts like Little Richard and the Isley Brothers, Jimi Hendrix got frustrated with being a sideman because it didn't allow him the creative freedom he wanted. He moved from Tennessee to New York City and started playing in the clubs there where he was spotted by Chaz Chandler, who was on his way out of being the bassist for the Animals and intending to become a talent scout and record producer. 
Chandler brought Hendrix over to the UK where his heavy blues-influenced style would be better appreciated. There he grabbed a drummer and a bassist for the band and financed their first single, Hey Joe. As predicted, the single was a top 10 hit in the UK while failing to chart at all in the US. But it landed the experience a record deal, and Hendrix had a bunch of songs locked in his head just waiting for him to get them on paper. They recorded a bunch of demos, but it was Hendrix working on the riff to Purple Haze that really got Chandler's attention, and he pushed Jimmy to finish that song and release it as the next single. Prior to Hendrix's death in 1970 and Chandler's death in 1996, both men were interviewed on many occasions about the life and career of the man who Rolling Stone called the greatest guitarist of all time. So there's a lot of information available about Hendrix's music, including Purple Haze, and not all of it necessarily lines up perfectly. But everyone agrees that Hendrix wrote tons of lyrics for the song, pages and pages, a thousand or more words by Hendrix's own account. Chandler helped keep the songs to a manageable length for single release, and the finished product comes in at a tight 2 minutes and 51 seconds. Hendrix apparently wrote a lot of his lyrics based on weird things he had seen in dreams, but the verses that ended up in the final cut are most likely about a girl he met in New York that he was convinced tried to trap him using voodoo. Honestly though, the lyrics aren't super critical to the song's success. The real magic comes from Jimmy's guitar work and the extra creative sauce that Chandler and the engineers would put on in the studio. They apparently experimented with all sorts of techniques to create the song's unique sounds, like playing background sounds through headphones and rotating them around a microphone, or recording a solo at low speed and playing it back at high speed, which creates that high-pitched tinny sound during the song's outro. The single for Purple Haze went to number three in the UK, where Hendrix had already become a sensation with endorsements from people like Paul McCartney and Eric Clapton. The US release would come a few months later, after Hendrix put on his star-making performance at the Monterey Pop Festival. Even then, it only rose to number 65 on the Hot 100, but honestly, that doesn't matter that much. Hendrix had made his mark, and the band's debut album, Are You Experienced?, got heavy airplay on FM radio. Purple Haze has gone down in history as one of the best and most influential songs of all time, with Rolling Stone listing it as the 17th greatest song of all time and the second greatest guitar song of all time behind Chuck Berry's Johnny B. Good. And of course, Jimi Hendrix's career, short as it was, only three albums, has gone down as one of the best and most influential legacies of all time. He redefined the electric guitar as an instrument. He developed techniques and sounds for it that imitators chased for more than a decade. Some historians have said that Hendrix even redefined what it meant to be a black artist in America. And speaking of redefining black artistry in America, his extreme onstage showmanship, complete with flashy outfits, sexual gestures, and lighting his goddamn guitar on fire, can be seen reflected in a number of artists who came after, but in particular, Prince who seems to have modeled himself after Hendrix in many ways, and had a career of similar impact. To honor that comparison, uh, we'll go out on one of Hendrix's princiest songs, also from Are You Experienced? Foxy Lady! Lady. Here I come. 
<laughs> yeah, Victor. Nobody gonna take my JoJo. I'm gonna race it to the ground. What? Why are you referencing Highway Star here? Purple, right? Deep, herbal haze. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Joey, no. Uh... <laughs> no. That's incorrect. I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna go get a. I'm, I'm gonna go. That, that was wrong. I, I'm gonna I go can't even buy act a like that's even close to the dumbest thing you've ever said. And roll it up, podcast. and then I'm gonna come over to your house. And I'm gonna hit you with it. Excuse me while I kiss this JoJo, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse Better. me while Better. I yes. kiss this twink. Huh? <laughs> kiss this JoJo. All right. Uh, do you want to talk about how fucking cool uh, Mirror Man's design is? Man oh, this fucking like. Sh- turtle shades like he's elton john if elton john were a stand it's great (laughs) oh my god you're right i mean these are like fucking high ass collar (laughs) these are all my polar f shades i think they're like they're almost goggles it's great they they are i love his little beak i love his huge cod piece i like purple haze better okay well purple haze is great you're right (laughs) But that's like, just that's just who we went out with. That was the uh, the mid screen was us showing like them showing us uh, his stats and shit. And I was just very excited because of how cool he is. Like I love the colors. I like everything about him. God, he's, he's, he's all right. His goggle shades have like stars and where his ears should be. It's great. Look at look at this, Grant. Are you telling me you are not like in love with the stand? I don't. I like it, but I'm not in love with it. God, I wouldn't they, smooch the stand. I think this might be the, <laughs> one of the best stand designs we've had this season. I mean, it's it's no Black Sabbath, but okay. It's no Zipper Man. Look at it. Look at it. Look, I, everyone, for those of you watching along at home, 944 with just him pointing <laughs> with a Luso in the background. I this is this a is, fucking quality this stand. This is like the stand for the people who are into the Plague Doctor aesthetic. Yes. Silver Chariot's nerdier little brother. But he's got like <laughs> all cool this gimp leather on him. <laughs> yeah, there's like... He's got an outfit on. You're right. It's not just gimp leather. It's good. <laughs> but you're right. Okay. So, Victor, I want your every thought you have on how Purple Haze looks. Uh, let me let me take a look at Purple Haze, like a good look. Like, I gotta, he's really... my good, good purple boy. Here's, a, here's the manga panel of him appearing, of him all hunched over and sad. I love it. <laughs> Like this, his stand is summoned in a fetal position, <laughs> just so shuddering and steaming. That's just I, how angry he is. He's such an angry boy. I, I really like the way Purple Haze looks. He's got all this Harlequin pattern on him. Yep. You ever been so angry you're huddled down into a fetal position? No. no. Oh, just his. his I like, have lips. actually. Oh, that's weird. Get some help. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, His like, mouth is fucking sewn yeah, shut. Like, he's purple. Yeah. He's got like this Harlequin checkered pattern. He's got this weird see-through covered, visor thing. Covered in he fucking has a, spikes he's and a shit. Big purple cape with some spikes. His head is stitched on like goddamn Frankenstein. He's constantly drooling everywhere. He's got so he that is... griffin helmet on like from Berserk. He, what he's always reminded me of is like I, I I like this is what a knight would look like in Alice in Wonderland, but he's like so fucking angry. Like we're through the looking glass already. This seems very like Wonderland look to it, but he, he's extremely overdesigned in the best way. You know, there's just so much going on in the stand, and I love it. 
yes, I, I think it's one of the better stand designs this season. Just, just the drool. All the drool. He's such All a drooly drool. boy. Drooly boy. So, I was going to say like a jester in Dark Souls. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Hmm. But uh, you guys really have never like been angry at something you know you shouldn't be angry about, and it just makes you really frustrated. So you like kind of just break down and like cry instead. No, no I, I usually cry. cry before I get to that point. I I usually just lay on my back and just be angry. I don't get angry. <laughs> I just get sad. I'm a sad boy. Vibrate slightly. It's always like brief bouts of extreme frustration. Never enough to actually sustain a good cry. It's just like angry to the point where I get stressed and frustrated, and then I just get just yeah. just cry, just cry. It's like it's like the gateway emotion to f- actual emotional pain. Hmm. Well, this is fun. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> <Fugo's> backstory, <laughs> which yeah, is well, infinitely more fun. Me, what can you tell me about Panacotta Fugo? Uh, the things that I might have assumed about the way this scene is set up that say very, very bad things about a lot of very bad people. Yeah. His parents clearly not getting him the emotional help, like, and psychiatric help this young boy needs. Like, you're telling me homework isn't a good substitute for, like, support and love? <laughs> and, you Obviously, know, you medication. didn't do enough homework. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this boy grew like grew like was born into a rich family, has a nice big estate, um, has anger issues, almost has knifed his knife. dad. Yeah. Yeah, that I love but him, he like, stopped himself. Clapping his hand onto his wrist as if his hand is possessed. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's actually the scene's very upsetting. It's actually the spirit of liquid snake inhabiting his arm. <laughs> <laughs> It's, he's got to go to the, the shed and cut it off and replace it with a chainsaw. <laughs> um, he has See, that IQ been a IQ of 152, <laughs> and as such, his family family has such high expectations of him. Yep. And he went to fucking university at 13, so which like, is yeah not not an appropriate age for yeah, don't a kid send to kids, go to university. Don't I send mean, kids like, to school like college at 13. Just I mean, let people, them be kids. People do that though like it's not like don't do that <laughs> i i don't know how those kids turn out in the end like i've never really heard the after story on any of those i mean oh, like, yeah, the like only one i can come up with off thing. the top of my head is uh is uh michael harriet uh who's a writer for the root and he i follow him on twitter he's great like like good for him yeah like good for him i i'm skeptical but i guess i could have my opinion changed anyway um yeah, I don't like what Araki does here, which is to say, like, Fuko's anger is a problem and irrational. But then he gives him, like, an, like the most objectively correct target to beat the shit out of. Yeah. Like, <laughs> to literally... They gave this, like, college professor who is real fucking creepy as the target of Fugo's frustration. And Fugo, um murders this pedophilic bastard in the I, most satisfying murder I, I could see the day oh yes yeah. i have i have to talk about this because this pedophilic professor in is the worst character in the whole show but also the best 
like animated best portrayed character, like best acted character. In the <laughs> well realized. Yeah, like, <laughs> incredibly. Well every realized. motion he makes, every line that goes into his whole character design, puts off exactly the the uh, creepy yeah. pedophilic like vibe no that he's supposed to have. I hate it, but I love him, it. Like, like him being just, over Fugo's shoulder and like <laughs> drooling from his mouth. I'm like, oh. When he, what a when he loosens his tie, <laughs> oh, just like this, this the, the weird eyes and like oh, just all. Ugh, mm. He gets like twenty seconds of screen time, and they do a lot with that twenty seconds. I hate it. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Oh yeah, I kind of love Fugo beating him to death with a fucking encyclopedia. It's pretty satisfying. Yeah. Acacia was just immediately like, "Oh, he's drooling!" Like, <laughs> I don't um, get like. When he goes to trial, he's like judged by the Council of Seven. I don't know what the legal system was like in, in this is Italy. The Italian but legal system. This this is like Ginji Akari should be. At the, it's like the guy at the, the head seat, and it's a bunch of monoliths around us. No, I, I was mostly expecting to see like Phoenix Wright on one side. Yeah, him. <laughs> yeah. So I, God, or like that's the uh, the trial scene from Chrono Trigger. <laughs> It's really Dude. giving me that vibe. And they don't have there's court there's not courtrooms like this. No. Courtrooms don't exist like this. No. <laughs> He's a minor. What were they trying to convict him of? Clearly Murder. everyone's aware that this guy's hey. like, oh, I bet he just slept this 13-year-old boy slept his way to the top of college. What? <laughs> I mean, he's he's being tried for murder, and he goes to university. Wait, so does he like, kill the guy? I don't think he kills him, does he? Oh, I think he does, actually. Like, I I'm think that's sure the clear implication of all that blood splattering all over the wall. Oh. God, I hope so. That explains a little more. <laughs> um, but thankfully, Fugo's family is wealthy, so they, they get him to... They, they keep him from going to away yeah. to jail, but not they thankfully. Can... Fugo's family rewards him for being assaulted by a sexual predator by disowning him. I don't understand. Why would you pay for it then? <laughs> yeah, why yeah, wouldn't well, you just let him go to prison? Don't, don't really get it either. I don't understand. <laughs> they gotta clear his name first. Why? <laughs> they gotta keep the backstory at least as incomprehensible as the standby people. No, they don't. <laughs> it's okay. It all. <laughs> Fugo to reach his true potential and put his hundred fifty three IQ to work in the yeah. most intellectually straining exercise possible. Stealing pockets being a criminal. and died and dashing. Yeah. <laughs> the line is ironically, this lifestyle encouraged him to use his intellect to its fullest potential <laughs> and the next scene is him getting caught trying to dine and dash but then he's like and the waiter's and, grabbing um, him by the collar and is like you little shit me. excuse me sir prison. uh have you read this court case uh? <laughs> no they would see they'd be of necessity now you get off scot-free so uh <laughs> let go of me you piece of shit I'm the actually a sovereign citizen, so I don't have to pay God, please don't use that phrase around me, dear God. Do you realize how much training I've had on that shit? <laughs> no, but that sounds incredible, and I want to hear that story at some point. Because uh. <laughs> those people are lunatics. It's just like every... Every piece of training material that the IRS has ever given me about dealing with people who claim to not owe taxes because they have renounced their social security number and they are sovereign citizens of the state of Kentucky or whatever. Like, I just like, I, these people are like 
criminally insane and need to be locked up like yeah actually this trial doesn't matter because that flag is using maritime law so you can only try like fine we'll keel haul you (laughs) sorry has to be an ocean court i don't make the rules who convinced these people that this would be a good idea who was responsible for this rash of like everybody doing the same absolutely batshit crazy thing facebook Uh, the internet. Yeah, it's Facebook. <laughs> Parlor. Is it Russia? Is it Russian disinformation campaigns? No, like? the, the sovereign citizen thing has been around for a long time, actually. <laughs> anyway, um, Bakio recruits this child into his criminal organization. Hey, you're a smart guy. I can use someone smart like you on my team. I heard you say one court case name very confidently. It's just like, and so that's my life story. It's just like, oh... You just told him everything, huh? And then Butrati's yeah. like, everything's going to be okay. We're just going to turn you into a gangster. <laughs> no, Mama Bird's here to save your you. face into my titties. Got it. Maybe. Now go, now go find <laughs> one, one eyed child and bring him to me. Maybe Bruno was actually offering him sweet release because he thought he would die to the stand arrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Imagine. Imagine. This 152 IQ immediately failing fucking uh, uh, Polpo's test. I want to see every Polpo interaction. Me like, too. all of them. Fugo, my boy. <laughs> Some say that fashion shows what burns within, but I see your fashion is burning too hot for your clothing. <laughs> You are well on your way, boy. Use that fire to keep this arrow lit. <laughs> Weren't you a bed? <laughs> like I'm shocked that I'm shocked that Fugo like actually got a stand out of this. I assumed he would have actually brought the lighter back, completely still lit, and just gone on to be a random underling. <laughs> I, you know, even if you like succeed in the test, I bet Popo like turns it off and turns it on in front of you (laughs) i don't have hits him with the stand arrow i I don't have a use for somebody that's not a stand user in my fucking criminal organization (laughs) i just like going through this roundabout shit for my stand to do the thing oh my boy i did not expect you to bring this back lit how would you like to take things to the next level (laughs) oh god fugo immediately flips the fuck (laughs) For you see, like Popo would not have survived that interaction. You can't get through the glass. I'm just uh, imagining him be- trying to claw his way into the cell. He's just beating on it until it just like cracks. I'm just terrified of what happened when uh, Fugo first manifested purple haze and what havoc it caused. Oh, he they killed have 300 people. Obviously. They have so much specific information on how the stand works. So many people had to have died for this knowledge. So many people had to die. There were originally 10 members of the Bucci gang. We don't get the rest of their backstories because they've dissolved and we're just... Uh, hey, look, look, it, that's why it's important that Fugo is the first one that Bucci recruits. <laughs> but aren't he... you excited to see how fucking Fugo uses purple haze all throughout the series? Yeah. Oh boy. I, I, I can't imagine Iraqi had any ideas. Like, yeah, <laughs> Iraqi really idea. painted himself into a corner. With I don't think one. he knows what he's doing right now with it. <laughs> he painted himself into a corner with 
Avdol, the fire stand. Yeah. How do I use sti- fire? That's hard. Anyway. Yeah. Like, he killed off the character twice because he couldn't figure out what to do with him. Because he was too powerful. He just shoots things with fire. He it's killed them all. just off. surprisingly effective. In every Why situation. did I make it no. able to melt metal? God, I'm dumb. No, 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 no. Here's what happened. He killed off Avdol. And then somebody complained, hey, his, his stand's like a phoenix. He should come back from the dead. But he was like, but I really wanted to kill Avdol. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so I'll do it twice. <laughs> so nice he killed him twice. <laughs> so Apakio is just like, all right, let's go get the key, Jordan. Jordan's like, are we just going to leave Fugo? Yes. 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 <laughs> it's what he would have wanted. <laughs> Help me! It's almost like I can hear him now, shouting for us to leave him behind. <laughs> Please, he's beating me to death. Hear that? Jarno's like, well, I am a good sweet boy, and I would never leave him behind. <laughs> and Apakio tries to pull rank on him. Like, like <laughs> I'm your senpai. <laughs> Please tell me what to do, Apakio senpai. <laughs> oh, you have a man. job to do. And Jarno's so respectful this whole time, just like, I humbly decline. <laughs> I humbly decline. There's something with that mirror. I need to know where Fugo is. <laughs> we got the Blu-ray titty poke here. Where- oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, sorry, I'm watching a Blu-ray where Abakio just walks right up and pokes him right in the freaking boob window. Oh, actually, the, the, the scene you're thinking tension. of, both of those scenes are in this episode. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah, the other one happens later. It's great. <laughs> I, yeah, I do... where he grabs him by the boob window and pulls him up. Yeah. <laughs> I do like Fugo destroying part of the scenery and like trying to throw rocks into the stand user i mean that was smart that's a thing why wasn't this the stand fight (laughs) yeah like that's what i expected to happen as soon as i saw the crows like dropping i'm like oh he's going to like bring something in to help him by like suddenly i I don't know and then just no that's that's this episode i don't know what happens next episode but i don't think we described what purple haze does purple haze this purple boy punches and then when he punches it breaks a capsule on his fist that releases a viral agent sure. that sure. kills anything within a certain vicinity of it. Uh, you either breathe it in or it's by skin contact. And I'm like, it liquefies. It, this really hits different in the, uh, uh, now that we're in COVID times. Liquefies I mean, a crow. Six feet away still seems to work. But yes, this is. I have a mask. I'm probably good, right? No. <laughs> and it, like, I. <laughs> I love how uh, like some of the information is very specific, and the other one, the Baki, is just like okay. Jordan's like, uh, is it is it permanent? Like, does it? He's like, well, you know, it takes about several dozen seconds. You know, just a few dozen seconds to to dissipate. And so those crows should be like fine pretty soon. It's like, what's the range on it? Uh, we're not actually sure, but <laughs> we should be fine from over here. Jordan, <laughs> why don't you find out? <laughs> at at that point, I'd be like, let me take a couple more steps back. <laughs> I cannot stress enough how much, how horrific it is how these things melt. They yeah, just, I hate this. The crows melt. Yeah, they, they, they like liquefy from the inside out. Yeah, these poor crows. All right, so they're, go, they're liquefying in the real world, hitting the ground. And because that they're dead, they then transfer to the mirror world. Yes. Yeah. The mirror, <laughs> the okay. mirror world contains every inanimate object and whatever living things that Illuso allows in. Illuso? 
<laughs> Hi, kids. I'm Luzo the Magical Mirror Clown. I better cover up those mirrors at night or Luzo's gonna get you. No! Honk, <laughs> honk. Uh, we get a nice good close-up of uh, Purple Haze, and I love this close-up of him just like, just in a sheer rage, drooling. <sighs> it's good. It's and then he accidentally drools on himself. Oh my god, this is the fucking best scene. <laughs> the stand has OCD. The stand has OCD. He, it, it gets really upset that it drooled on itself and has to wipe it off. It's the manifestation of all of Fuga's like mental disorders. And then it shines. Yeah. It does the sparkles when he wipes off the saliva. And he looks so pleased with himself. <laughs> And then God, he realizes so he has dirt on his arm, so he has to rub that off. And he rubs it with his other arm. And then now he has dirt on both arms. And he's like, oh, no. Oh. And then he licks him. And he's like, oh, no, now I'm drooled, drool on me again. Oh, It's a vicious cycle. <laughs> and this is the last time that we see this. <laughs> this great fucking characterization on something that's not technically alive. Oh, my I, God. I love this stand. It's better I than love- let's kill Daho. <laughs> kill Daho. I... I love both of the stands of the stand fight. It's a shame there. And that That's just kind of it. There's a lot of, like, Eluso explaining what his power does in a way that still I don't understand the third watch through. Uh, you see. Uh, maybe the issue is that you've watched the second half of this fight because so far the stand seems, like, comprehensible Con- at consistent least. Consistent so far. Yeah. Okay. We'll Worry not. It gets worse. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, we don't normally like to just trash talk future things. So, everyone at home, keep your mind open. And you know what, Victor? Maybe you'll love this next episode. Yeah. Uh, so, Fugo has uh, Purple Haze punch the mirror as a, I would say, message to everybody else. Because everybody loved it when Kakuin killed the fucking tower but we already knew that the mirror was the problem (laughs) (laughs) or at least Jorna knew it was (laughs) Pocky didn't believe it stop screwing around Fugo we gotta get the key stop hiding couldn't Abakio have used the stand to have determined what happened to Fugo yep I mean, ah. we already watched it once. Jordo could have turned the mirror into a bird and had it fly away. So no, <laughs> like, and now we never have to talk about Fugo again. <laughs> Goodbye. Good. Oh, uh, like Fugo could be riding on the ground with a stand. There's just nobody be like everyone's no, lobotomized. Wait, Joey, Joey, Jordo could have turned the mirror into a bird. And since the bird would now be animate, it would be alive, and then Man in the Mirror would no longer work on the mirror, and then they would dump the guys back out, and then they could fight the stand user. If you kill something that Jorno turned his st- that used his stand on, does it revert back? I assume no so. Fucking Cleo. No. Or would it just stay a, like a bird corpse? I don't know. That fly or, just turns back into a tooth. It's, yeah, it's but whatever. he doesn't kill it because that was back when Jorno's stand also reflected damage. Oh right, <laughs> that doesn't happen anymore. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Shh. <laughs> how'd you like the episode? <laughs> like, wait, you can't just drop that on me. <laughs> Episode's over, my dude. Yeah, we're done. Now. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah, okay is the right answer. <laughs> this episode is... Uh, it's, it's Nothing fine. happens in it. It is poorly paced. Uh, the flashback is basically the entire content of the episode. Uh, <laughs> basically. Did you, did you enjoy yeah. visiting Pompeii at least? Oh, uh, we... We didn't even really do the the visiting Pompeii things. Like, no, we didn't even look, get the narrator music. I can't believe it. We introduced and killed the the most well realized villain in JoJo in one episode. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't even a stand fight. Wasn't even a stand user. <laughs> we did get weird. Like, I don't know if it's uh, Fugo's theme or anything, but uh, when Purple Haze come like appears, he gets weird Italian chanting underneath his music. It, it, the weird siren in the background too was like the weird. Yeah, SCP really, containment like, breach. Really anxiety uh, inducing. Yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah, he's a bioweapon. Yeah, uh, it, the <laughs> they play the bioweapon aspect pretty good. It, yeah. it, it makes me uh, worried. Yeah, it really does feel like an SCP. <laughs> Man, Joey, I'm very upset with you. About when you started off this this episode, you called it. Uh, shit. Uh, we're biohazard nerds. Biohazard. Yeah. I, I, know, I, 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 I know. I know people. Loaded. I know it's a. I know it's Resident Evil here, and I was gonna be all smart and come back <laughs> at you with like, "Oh, you mean Resident Evil? Because we're in America or some other garbage." But you already. Uh, had it. You already. I did. Off. I wish he you. Would, I wish I had. I waited then because I just I couldn't leave the joke on the table, and I can't rely on you, Chuckleheads, to actually. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Such confidence. You sounded like a real Abakio over there. (laughs) A real Fugo. Uh, You take that back. (laughs) Can you be more of a Giorno? (laughs) Thank you all for watching. Where can we find everyone? (laughs) You can find me on Twitter at Los Grantalinus. It's Los underscore Grantalinus. You can find me, Tim, at Big Blue Zam. I'll be posting the the two pictures that I grabbed from this week's manga selection, which is... uh, I don't know, Purple Haze really crouched over and a melting bird. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at TFWaffleMan. You can also find the podcast on Twitter at Joestar All Stars and get your podcast episodes in the usual places. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, JoestarAllStars.Fireside.FM. And if you want to contact us, feel free to send anything you want to joestarallstars at gmail.com. We read, we read everyone, even if we don't always respond, because we're socially awkward weirdos. Uh, <laughs> but we appreciate each and every one of you who tunes in and listens to this dumb thing we do every week. We love doing it. Thank you. And if you want to um, spread the word, feel free. Leave a five-star review. Visit us on the official, unofficial server set up by Dune for Discord. Whatever. You know. It's, it's pinned on our uh, Twitter account. Cool. For yep. easy access. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm, I'm liking this one all right, this this go around. It seems like a weird episode, but it's it's fun. I I, I really hope this next episode makes more sense than I remember. I, yeah. I do too. I have not rewatched it yet. You know what? I am ready to be pleasantly surprised like I have been like with all of Golden Wind. Me too. Can't. Yes fucking way on the whole it's been way more enjoyable this time around i'm really centerfold act two versus just just a virus he's just a virus virus. my stand okay victor so here's the makeup of the bougie gang you've got you know giorno who can who is 
god and can give life create life mm-hmm. you've got Bukarati with a really cool zipper based stand that is always great great sound effects utility you've got a Bakio who has a pretty good like okay that's an interesting utility stand rewind time kind of see like what someone did then you have a gun stand a heavy weapon stand and a war crime stand <laughs> three stands that just kill things we are in a gang Three stands that just kill things. One you of them got- that just kills everything. Okay, you gotta have not muscle, a gun man. stand. It is bullet gremlins, and that's way better. You're right. It is. It's <laughs> it's way better than the emperor. But like, <laughs> my stand, a gun, like <laughs> bullets, an airplane, and a fucking virus. If you just <laughs> describe it as my stand allows me to like redirect bullets in midair that sounds cooler right like yeah yeah i mean look i like sex pistols it's just i'm noting a lack of variety (laughs) (laughs) sex pistols is not the one i would cut (laughs) no not even close it's too special to my heart not my long shot Araki, I, I think what happened with Turbal Haze is Araki had a deadline he forgot about, and he's like, oh shit, I have to think of something for this character to actually do. Uh, uh. As he's just, like, <laughs> frantically rifling through his vinyl collection. <laughs> you know what would have been better? Alright, hear me out. Fugo doesn't have a stand. Ooh. <laughs> How fucking good would that have been? Uh, I, I, I can get with that, actually. I lo- and he still kills stand users, because... Like, because he, he just gun. beats them to death with encyclopedias. Like. Or anything, really. But how does he see the stands if he doesn't have a stand? He doesn't need he, to see them. Yeah, you can see the stand user, which is more important. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can't hit the here, stand here, with a book. You know what? And, you know what? and, and then you give him a gun. <laughs> I mean, Hayato <laughs> fucked up Kira's day several times <laughs> last season. <laughs> when, like, easily the most effective character that season. Like, imagine literally Fugo fucked up the, the same season. day yeah. several times. <laughs> he almost kills Kira. Kira only survives through fucking dumb luck. As Hayato bullet through the heart. <laughs> so what you're saying is we need to get that kid into college stat. No, <laughs> no, no. We learned exactly. Don't no. send that kid to college. We have we have learned nothing. 152 <laughs> IQ over there. But, All right, but, but I think I, I think I did it. I think I fixed Fugo. I think you're right, Tim. Yeah, take away his stand. Give him a gun. No, give him, a pair of brass <laughs> no give him like uh, give him a pair of brass knuckles. Give him two guns. No, give him. <laughs> Tim, you just give it another stand. God damn! Right. Just right. give well, him Anubis. Just give him somebody else's stand. Yeah, him and Anubis you. would get yeah, on. Anubis great. can still come back. <laughs> we never killed Anubis. And it's been right. proven that like you tur- Anubis just turns anybody into a master swordsman. So mm. make him a vampire. God. Give him a bone. Who would have been the funniest person to give? Anubis too less like in Stardust because you know we got Polnareff but wouldn't it have been pretty funny if he had been like whole horse <laughs> like gun and sword <laughs> yeah dual wield 
He gets into a gunfight and he's like cutting bullets out of the air. Yeah. That would have actually been kind of cool. Stand Baby with sword. <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm just thinking of Mariah pulling Anubis out of her tits. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, that shop, electric mason. Pet shop just flying by with a sword decapitating people. It's just in his I want. I want old man Joseph using Anubis, swinging it around uh, with his vines. Ooh, Ooh, that would have been just hermit cool. purple, just swinging a sword around his head. Look, what's... Using a mode. Yeah. What character needed the confidence boost the most? Because remember, Anubis was the world's ultimate hype man, right? Yeah. Like, he gets you pumped. So who, who really Boingo. needs that in their life? Boingo, but I can't imagine that <laughs> yeah, would have no. worked out well. No, that wouldn't have worked on Boingo. So, Boingo... I'm, I'm thinking uh, that one motherfucker with the the face on the back of his head. (laughs) Nukasaku? Nukasaku? (laughs) No, he's still be a punk-ass bitch. He had too much confidence. (laughs) Wheel of Fortune just driving by with a sword. (laughs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) Just wheeling a katana from the driver's seat. Hell yeah. Instead of scissors, Enya gets the sword. (laughs) Uh, Inyo would have been able to control Anubis. <laughs> she would have been in charge. One hundred. Are we ending this episode? <laughs> no, no, never. No. Thank you. I've tried like three times. <laughs> Thank you all for watching. This is Joe Starl Star signing out for all of you. Uh, sorry, Tim. Go ahead. Oh, I'm good, man. No, you. You said you wanted to do it. No, I've already done it. <laughs> Resident Evil Biohazard nerds out there. War crime nerds. Whatever the hell. Purple haze nerds. Say goodnight, JoJo. Goodbye, JoJo. What heck? We are good not night, good JoJo. at ending episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Have Maybe a good night, JoJo. <laughs> goodbye, JoJo. They can have Ska. The Japanese can have Ska. They've already Yeah, I feel like it. they can use it responsibly. <laughs> Unlike I mean, America. Japanese people already have the right wacky energy for Ska, right? Yeah, absolutely. I love this I love this ladies uh, Ska band right here. Me yeah. too. I dig this in a way that, like, Ska in America feels very... Disingenuine. I don't, maybe that's not the right word for it. Like, all I think of is fedoras and people wearing collared shirts over checkered shirts. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> one of the ladies in this has a fedora. And yeah, but she's wearing I saw some like, checkers like, somewhere. Yeah, it, but it's like it's a on kimono. The, they're all in red. It's, all, it's they, on her guitar strap. Yeah, they're, they're ma- they match. Unlike any two people from any two ska bands anywhere else. <laughs>